This is our first episode where we don't have a list of what the other person's going to say. <laughs> well, you never have a list of what I'm going to say. I know, you just always keep it so secretive. Or I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to The Teaching Gab, episode 20. Bainte. For February 18th, Monday, where we gab about the gap, the teaching gap, and parent gap, and life gap. Human gap. Share problems and do our best to find solutions here in the kitchen. I'm Dave Crumbine. And right next to him, this is Aisha Crumbine. This is one of our express casts, and so it should go relatively quickly. <clears throat> if you're a listener to the show and not subscribing an Apple podcast, please, please do so. Because the more subscriptions, it helps as well as... Uh, reviews and and uh, ratings even if you only have time for a 10 second rating that would be awesome if not done yet <laughs> that was definitely our shortest intro ever uh top 10 ways david letterman style Thank you, David Letterman. I was like, is that, I mean, like, Great idea. there's some people who don't even know who Dave Letterman is, because he's kind of... Wikipedia. <laughs> um, Let me Google that for you. You know, te- teaching is exhausting, <laughs> parenting can be exhausting. And Life so can be exhausting. It's, um, <laughs> I, I, when I wrote my list, I didn't actually filter it, thinking, like, would this apply to parenting and... And I wrote my list. Non-parenting. I wrote my list and thought... This actually applies to everybody. All right, we'll see as it unfolds. So, number ten, uh, you start. Wait, so wait, no, you gotta. Did you wait, say what uh, it is? Well, oh, you had to get your. I think I did. Yeah. Well, okay, no, you so, said we're top ten list, but then you said top ten list for what? What? Oh, uh, well. But two. they can't read that, so you have to tell them. <laughs> we're doing a top ten list for like when you are exhausted and how to get your energy back, how to. Um, recharge, rejuvenate, top 10, starting with 10, working our way down to number one. And it was, I, I remember in visitors would ask, like after all those years, like how do you maintain? And I think a big portion was, I always said I could go longer if I wanted to. It wasn't an, emis- an issue of energy because I think I'd figured out what sort of my code was, like what worked for me, what I needed to do to recharge the batteries. Is this your number 10? And um, no, this is my intro to your intro because oh. you always like to make it very clear for the listener. So this oh, is my okay. explanation to your explanation. Oh, you're yeah. ma- mansplaining my explanation? Oh, is that what that's called? <laughs> I don't know. My number 10 would be to actually take a break during your planning period. Um, that's actually a break. And now we're... The teachers are so hyper busy, and, and people who are obviously wor- workers too. So there we go. I just figured out my first one works for people that are not teachers. That even if it's streaming Netflix for just five minutes and set a timer, like you're actually doing something that has nothing to do with teaching, that would be my number 10. Okay, so it was really funny, and maybe you heard this like staticky sound after he said take a break, because I picked up my piece of paper, and at the top of my list it says take a break like i think but hold on your note says number one it's backwards so your number one is number 10 you know what you just let me do my voiceover 
Thank you very much. So the the first thing I want to talk about, so it is number one on my paper, is take a break. Like exactly what Dave said. It's like mentally check out for a period of time. Like give yourself time to, you know, you see those memes and it's like, women are always like, what are you thinking about? They're asking men, what are you thinking about? And men are like, nothing. Like give yourself time to have nothing on your brain. Like just take a break. Number nine. How did that have to turn into men versus Well, it's women? just it's just a little little cartoon that people see all the time. Number nine, you first. Your turn. Um, I wrote, make a list of the things that give you joy and pick something from it. Um, I think sometimes we forget that there are things in our lives that bring us joy, and you should always have a running list of things that add to your happiness. Look at that list and pull something from it and do it, right? And then maybe that's like writing a writing a note to a friend in a different city. Maybe that is... Um, playing some prints in some headphones and just having a good old time. Like whatever it is that brings you joy, pull from that list to, to plug in and refuel. Nine would be to actually get playtime, like play time, not um, screen time. I'm not really, I mean like video games that can actually really give people energy. So maybe I gotta take that back, but you know, go to the park, go to the park with a friend, play Frisbee, Go to the movies during the week, you know, something that seems like so impossible to do. Um, adults need to play. And if you think about, it was like the stat that like kids smile and laugh like 20 or 30 times more than adults per day. And a big part of that is connected to playing. And I think we forget as we get older, card games, the park, frisbee, whatever, like dust off the old bike and go bike riding like we got to play. That's my number nine. Yeah. Eight. Uh, sit outside. Like be outside. Be on the porch. Be on the patio. Drinking your favorite drink. Quiet time. People watching. Um, I actually said take a day off. Mm. Um, I, I think. I think about that. Mm. We don't like when I was teaching. <laughs> I was like, oh no! If I take a day off, like my kids are going to be so far behind, and they're thirty. 30 I had 100 kids I taught middle school 120 kids and I felt like it would be the end of the world to take a day off um and it's not and and yes there are tons to get through there's tons of curriculum the work will always be there whether you are a teacher a parent a engineer the work will always be there your time will not and sometimes you need to step away um to just be a human being and not be a teacher and not be a blank. So take the day off. Number seven? Mm-mm. You didn't do your... Oh, yeah, your number did seven. Did mm-hmm. you, what, what number was that? For? I don't know. I'm not, my numbers aren't aligned with yours. So do well, your number that, seven. So your one was ten. Did you, number if seven. you don't read your <laughs> numbers on the paper. <laughs> like Jay said, or what? What are you going to do if I don't... <laughs> Uh, seven, I would say a lot of times when energy is low, it's because there's stuff that's eating at you. Mm-hmm. I'll make a list of what's stressing you out the most. And if it's a project, think about delegating that slash mm-hmm. like synergizing that with your team. I and mean, so many teachers teach on teams. So if it's a struggle uh, and it's a project, work with them on it. You'd be amazed how much people are willing to help you, even though if they're busy. And uh, if it's a struggle, find a mentor, a friend, or send the question into us. Like, 
make that list because so often it's emotionally based. Like, oh, I'm, I'm overwhelmed. I'm tired because I'm overwhelmed. And if you make a list, it's not a list of 73 things. It's yeah. a list of, of I'm not going to make a number. I put a number out there, but it's a, a list that's far shorter. And I think if you can see that in front of you on paper, then it's easier to know how to, um, how to get each one done. So the, for this one, I wrote, um, go visit someone, a teacher or somebody in your field who's better than you. And I, and I think people could hear that and go like, why would that make, why would that recharge me? Or do, and I, for me, when I was an assistant principal, when I felt like I just was like drowning in it and I could not see a way forward and I was exhausted, I would take a professional development day and I would go shadow a principal who I thought was killing it. And that gave me this like sense of possibility that it can be done. And it also allowed me to ask questions of somebody who is better than I am, who has been in it longer than I am, have, how do you do it, right? Like it gave me an opportunity to learn from somebody else, which was like pouring into me rather than me continuing to put out. My six is connected to that, which is really neat, was I would find that I would feel tired because of what I was walking into. And so if I could bring something new into the classroom, all of a sudden my energy would, would shoot up. And I would find a new way to teach a certain lesson, a new approach to teaching, a new methodology, a new website the kids could use, a new approach, my favorite one of all time by far was agile learning. I won't go into depth on it now, but the concept of using that methodology for the kids to work in, in, the, in the way that groups and teams and top corporations work that are really effective um, down to the FBI uses it and, and that, that was really cool like to introduce a very adult concept into something kids who were 10 years old could totally do um, that, that was fun so I would get really fired up when there was something that was a new approach to do something and I would be excited to go to class that next day to try it um, so we're at number 5 right? Uh, that was my six. That was your six, so this, this is five. I, think, yeah. I don't think you've done, have you done six? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think my next one would be, and this is going to sound like the one I did first, but it's not. It's go to the doctor. Um, I, again, in that same vein of like taking a day off. I'm, when I said take the day off, I meant like take the day off and chill. I think also when I was in the classroom, I did not pay attention to my health unless something was wrong. Um, And I think we have a tendency sometimes to run ourselves ragged without taking care of our physical health. And so schedule a doctor's appointment and then treat yourself to lunch. Like don't hurry up and get back. And I'm not saying that like neglect the work, but like you have to pour into yourself and you have to take care of your health and you have to take care of your body. So go to the doctor sit down and have a civilized meal during the day and you will feel like a whole new human being. Number five, you can go. I just did that. Oh, okay. Um, this is like your, one of the ones you said earlier. Um, take a nap. Like most of the classroom doors have the little 
you know, the window and you can cover the window, turn the lights out, lock the door, set the timer for like 15 minutes and put your head down and take a nap. I think as adults, we're always like, oh man, where did nap time go? Like if we could go back to kindergarten and we could have that, that power nap, how much would it help us? There's so many studies that show that power naps are actually really good for your energy and your clarity of thought. Take a nap. Put some, put some headphones on, put some little soothing music on, and then just put your head down on the desk, lights out, take a nap. Uh, similar to that would be uh, Headspace, which we've talked to you about mm. before, and like just taking a, that five minutes, three minutes, five minutes, or ten minutes to Headspace. Um, if, if taking a nap would be too challenging for whatever reason, that's certainly an option. Um, my five would be to exercise, and even if it's like, if you don't regularly exercise, like even just for five minutes, because the energy that'll give you, the like sort of mental clarity that'll give you, um, and at five minutes, really no one can say like, well, I don't have time. I'm too busy. Four um, would be do uh, pick an early morning time. So like go to sleep obviously earlier than you normally do to intentionally have a morning that isn't going at 100 miles an hour the minute your alarm screams in your face. There's something about the chaos of a morning creating the chaos for your day. Yeah. And then the inverse is true. So the idea to most people who are exhausted of waking up earlier seems counterintuitive. There's a reason why you read article after article about phenomenally successful people who start their day early you know that that is powerful they're doing it all the time you just just try it once not even for the goal of doing it consistently but just to have a morning that's a hundred percent you time that's not get out of bed get your clothes do your shower or whatever get your wrangle food, the children or if you have no parents, kids yeah. like rush out the door get to the classroom I remember those, some of those really early mornings I would do, by the time the students came in the class, I felt like they were late. Like I'd been up for such a long time and been able to have what I wanted to do with my morning. So in that mantra, that quote that would continue to go through my, my head was, the school didn't own my morning today. Mm. And I felt like so often school owned my morning. So that would be my number four. Um, so my number four would be make a list of the things you've accomplished, like sit down and write down all the things that you have done that you are proud of yourself for. Um, sometimes in the work of teaching or parenting or adulting or whatever, adulting. we are so, we are, we're always reaching for something, right? And we're always chasing something or, you know, trying to be better at something that sometimes... We don't give ourselves enough credit for the things we've already accomplished and the things we've already survived and thrived through that it just, it feels like, I mean, you just got to take a moment and tell yourself, good job. Like, look at all these things you have managed to do. You got it. In, in the top three now, this is where I want to put in the, the virtual asterisks because I would not have survived for 20 years as a teacher and someone who tried to do his best had I not had these top three. So this is where if you're 
if you're distracted, like pause the podcast, whatever. I don't want you to miss these because they were near and dear to my soul. Number three would be take either the whole day or a large portion of a Saturday or Sunday and you shut that down for work. Like you do whatever you want to do. It's not even, oh, I have to sit on the couch all day and not exist. Like it doesn't matter what, the point is that you have carved out consistently and, and I would recommend the same sort of day and time that that does not exist for education and school and work. Like it is just non-existent. Um, so that you can kind of live that other life to, to recharge. I think that that goes with mine. Um, although you didn't tell me that the top three were supposed to be, you know, magical three, I would have saved my... Well, not necessarily, but just that it's getting really important when yeah. you start getting three, two, Well, my one. number four was really important too, but that's well, it. an asterisk on her asterisk four. Asterisk on then. my four. Um, tell them what that is again. So just so my like number four was make a list of things that, that you you've already really accomplished well. yeah. that, that yeah. you can kind of go back to and say, um, I am awesome. Look. Um, I think the one you just said that designating a day, um, I wrote it on my paper as quit and I don't mean quit your job. That's not what I mean. I mean, take a time to not like have a time off. Um, very similar to what you said. I used to work seven days a week and I'm, I'm going to italicize used to because I currently work seven days a week. Um, and I, she works eight days a week. (laughs) <laughs> you take the nights and turn them even, into days. I can't even say anything about that. So this yeah. is, I'm, I'm talking to myself here. Um, I, at some point I realized that I needed to take a day. And I need to get back to this. This is not about me right now. I needed to take a day where I was not doing anything for my job, that it was just me. And my brain and my body and my family were so much better off because of it. You want to do your number two? Yeah, number two. Um, phone a friend. Um, it, this can work. And, and <laughs> there's a game show where it was like, no, you're going to phone a friend. It made me think of the, uh, are, they called, are they called like phone-a-thons? Mm-hmm. When people call and ask you for, no, phone a friend. And I think there are two things that can come from this. Like your friends, they just breathe a whole different kind of life in you. And to just talk to them about whatever and to hear your friend laugh and to just go back to some other time, whether it's a college friend or a parent friend or just get on the phone with somebody and, again, be a human being. Um, Or get on the phone and be completely vulnerable and break down like sometimes you just have to do that too and you have to be okay with that like you need to go through whatever exhaustion or frustration that you are feeling and you can do that with somebody who you know loves you um can be this really really wonderful warm cocoon great thing number two figure out some kind of work that you know you probably would do that night and don't and do it during your planning period (laughs) and how i mean shut the door put a paper used to hide in the janitor's closet i've done that too (laughs) put paper over the door put a sign on the outside of the door i'm i would love to help you i'm not free right now I put this on my classroom door on the outside. I will be free at 2.20 p.m. 
lock the door, turn do not disturb on your phone, put on headphones, and zone in like hard on like what it is you know you probably do that night. I mean, the, uh, teachers and, and people who are really busy tend to do the same things each night because it, it's cyclical. So if you could get some of that done, even 25%, then you're 25% ahead of your night so that you can decrease how much work you're doing that night. Uh, it, it's really hard to get work done during the day because when the minute kids leave the room, there just seems to be this invitation of, well, let me go do email and let me go do Slack and let me go talk to this teacher and this teacher wants to talk to me and this meeting, that meeting. Like you just, you, you just like, all right, even if it's just 25 minutes and you put it on lockdown and, and obviously don't let yourself dive into email or Slack during that time just because you happen to have open time. The most critical stuff do during the day. The, the less critical it is, do it that night. And that's going to be much easier for your energy level, too. So that's my number two. And had I not done that, I never would have survived. All right. So this is my number one. Um, and this is kind of multi-layered. So I'm going to try to be, I'm going to try to do it justice while also um, being quick about it. I think one of the things to determine whether, like, give yourself energy is to ask yourself, are you in the right place? Um, sometimes the things that suck our energy are be because we're trying to be something we are not. We're trying to be in a place that is not the right fit for us. We are fighting things that we don't need to be fighting. We are in positions that don't utilize our strengths. And it is taking everything in us to just show up in a place that is actually not meant for us. And that might be you are teaching math, but you really love science. And you took the math role because it was the one they had available, but that's not really where you thrive. That's not what gets you excited. And so you are fighting tooth and nail to show up in a role that is not your jam. And that means you are using that much more energy um, to try to fit rather than finding the right fit. Um, that might also mean um, you took a role because it was like more money, more responsibility, but you don't like it. It is not what you want. It may be grade level chair. It may be department chair. Um, look at what you are doing. And I think Dave, you said something earlier about like, what are the things that are zapping your energy? Um, look at the things that are zapping your energy and ask yourself, is this zapping my energy because I just, I need to get better at it? Or is this zapping my energy because this is not the right place or the right role? for me and I need to find um, the place that is like a natural fit where I can show up and shine. My number one goes back to a book I read early on, thank goodness, in my teaching career, which refers to the most popular class at the time at Cornell University. And it, I think it was either sleep power or power sleep, just filled to the brim Kids tried to get in as often as they could, and the entire class was basically structured off of the idea that if there was a medicine that you could take that would increase your energy to its most or a high amount, increase your creativity, massive amount of patience, the medicine was 100% free with zero side effects, would you take it? And everyone's answer is the same to that. Heck yeah. I would remember the obviously you see where this is going, like, and I would remember the mornings where I would sleep 30 minutes earlier than normal, and I would 
be driving to school and I could I felt like like it was a surreal feeling as if that was just had this extra ounce of energy as if I was sort of like floating on air and I'm not making this up like it really made a fundamental difference and then of course the day was so much easier because I had that behind me and I would think why well, I don't do this all the time and they say the two tricks to make this happen to go to sleep 30 minutes earlier than normal if you could do that two days in a row I would say one it doesn't matter when you go to sleep it matters when you start winding down because you can say, I want to go to sleep at 10. Well, that's not going to mean anything if you don't start getting ready for bed at whatever time. Um, you've got to know, like, does it take you 25 minutes to fall asleep from the moment you start getting ready for bed, or does it take you an hour? Like, whatever it is, then you'll know to go back 30 minutes and zero blue light and zero electronics in bed. Um, get a magazine, get a book, and, like, if you don't have a good book, you don't have a good magazine, like, cool, then... Meditate. That would be something time. <laughs> well, I mean, also just get one. Yeah. Uh, and and then for like the prolific readers out there, you know, that doesn't really work because they're like, great, I'll get a book. I'll stay able to in the morning. Um, yeah, yeah, he's talking well, about me. <laughs> well, no, I was I was actually thinking of someone else. I, mean, I know oh, you good. stay up late too, but like there are people that just they can't stop reading books. Yeah, yeah. like so. Um, I, I don't know how to help you, uh, <laughs> but if you know how to help yourself, please email or call in because I'd like get, to post yeah, just that. Get, get a magazine, right? Like if I, if I get knee deep into a book, I'm, I'm having a hard time closing the book before it's finished. So books aren't necessarily the best bet for me. But it's just, it, takes, it takes your mind to a different place yeah. in an active way instead of a, your mind in a different place with, with TV, which brings it in a, in a passive way. Um, and then it just, I think it just makes it easier on the mind now. But I mean, if you've got, you already know what works for you to fall asleep. Most teachers are so sleep deprived. I don't think the challenge is really going to sleep. I think the challenge is like starting that wind down time and obviously, and, and try to decrease like eating close to that wind down time, decrease caffeine close to that wind down time. Um, I know what's like the word in recognition. They'll say like an hour before you want to go to sleep. Uh, or he's like two, yeah, two hours before you want to go to sleep, don't do any work. One hour before you go to sleep, don't do any electronics. I mean, like, obviously that's just all guideline type or, or, or suggestions. So yeah. some version of that for you, but in particular on that, but that night, even if not consistently, cause you want to get that 30 minutes extra to sleep. That is my number one. When I was just like a mess. I was like, you know what? The world will be fine tomorrow. I'm going to go to sleep earlier. You know, it's interesting, like I'm looking at your list and I'm looking at my list and I'm having two thoughts. One, this is kind of how we operate. Like you are like heavy routine, highly practical, and mine is somewhat practical, but it's also very, um, you know, like am I in the right place or make a list of the things you're great at. So I think we speak to two different people, but I think the combined list of 20 things gives people a really yeah. good start or a really good, like, you know, I'm just going to pick one out of the hat one day and just do this one thing. Um, you can be more intentional about it if you want, but I think it is so important to stop and refuel um, because the world does go on, right? Like, I I, I think when I had left a job at one point and we, I thought – wow, like I, I've really contributed in this place and I'm no longer going to be here. And guess what? They found somebody else for the role, right? So it is really important that you take care of yourself because you get oneself. Yeah, looking back over the years, 
and then looking at the list, there's not a single one on this list, not even remotely close, where I could say, oh, I wish I did less of that. Yeah. And the inverse, like I, if, uh, if anything, had I both done these things earlier on in my career and done more of them as time went on, I think I would have been more effective as a teacher. Not I think, for sure. Yeah. Please, please share this podcast with people that you know who might like it. And I find the easiest way to do that is just look at your message list. Look at your text message list, your iMessage list. Those are the people you talk to consistently. Those are the ones that are going to take your advice. Um, we would love your help and need your help to get the word spread as well as subscribe and rate us an Apple podcast and leave a review and that helps us tremendously. And I think with this one, this is a great shareable podcast, this particular episode, um, because I think we all have friends who who are exhausted, right? Who are exhausted or who yeah. need a boost. Regardless or, of what they do. Regardless of what they do. So this is a great opportunity to say, hey, I know we were talking on the phone the other day about how tired we are, heard this podcast, thought they gave some great suggestions. Check it out. 